U.S. health officials have fast-tracked the coronavirus vaccine and hope to start clinical trials in three months. Three months from now. Fast-tracked. So everybody who's coughing and writhing around on a gurney somewhere, you only have to wait three months and maybe, just maybe, you're going to feel better. I might be wrong, but isn't this the plot for the pilot of The Walking Dead? And finally, a week ahead of the Iowa caucus... Bernie Sanders appears to have achieved frontrunner status with sizable leads in polling in both Iowa and New Hampshire. Now, I know some of you have not been believers like I have been all along, but <laughs> Bernie Sanders is frontrunner? That's exactly what it's going to take to get Hillary Clinton into this race. <laughs> the Trump Report starts now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes, welcome to the Trump Report, except no substitutes. I'm Christian Blatt here with Chelsea Galicia. Hello there. Scott Moore on Hi. the desk. Uh, our friend uh, Tamara Brown will be unavailable the next few weeks. She just got an amazing airfare to China. She's going to do a little <laughs> backpacking trip. Uh, she's going to try some exotic foods. I, yeah. I look forward to really seeing her Instagram stories. Uh, hey, Tamara <laughs> underscore. Make sure I mean, you check is this stories. one of those times where it would be like, would it be a terrible thing to be like, okay, no flying out of China? <laughs> Until well, we can well, get that vaccine? Well, the, If it's only three months, or is that the, worse? That's... The, the State Department then, is telling us not to go to China. Okay, so they right. haven't, they're that's, not stopping you. Right, right. But they're saying, like, you know, this might be a better time to go, I don't know, Fallujah is nice this time of year. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's more of the flights coming out of China that concern me. Well, if only we had a strong leader who might want to build a wall to keep people from coming into this country from other Airplanes countries. Airplanes are not going to be... I know, it was like 100,000. No, really, yeah, thank you. Scott, you understood. All the way out into really the atmosphere, into space, and then the Space yeah. Force will I mean, keep anyone from going space above Space Force. When, when they were talking about doing the Muslim pan, and they were like, we need this just until we figure things mm -hmm. out. Yeah. This actually might sound like a situation where we should maybe curtail some travel into the United States until we can figure this thing well, out. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, whether... You, my, look, I, 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 I this, isn't, this isn't saying, like, Chinese citizens. Like, if you're flying here from China, regardless of where you're from originally... Yes. And that would include Americans coming back, by the way. I was reading about a yeah, jet they get that to took go. 240 Americans in. It's like, oh... Does anybody have a cough or a sniffle? I saw them put them like in a box in China yeah. when can these we people just, were landing and then rolling listen, them in this box. We can put them out at a four seasons somewhere <laughs> just long enough to make sure I mean, that they're not. Holiday and Express. You know, okay, let's fine. Be I was yeah. trying to. I, I think it's, I, I mean, realistically, I think it's very tough to do. Um, I know you could say, okay, we're not going to have anyone come in from China, but I think that's realistically very difficult to do Why? economically How? and everything else to say nobody can fly in from China. And also, it wouldn't take much for someone to go from China to another place to then fly yeah. into this. I mean, just I mean, being able like, to stop all that is very, very difficult now. With, with it's like all how we probably know, know people who have, you know, taken vacations to Cuba, you know. But you, you're not supposed to go, but you can go if you go to Canada first or Mexico I first. I mean, but what if the questionnaire was like, have you been to China in the last... I don't know, however many months, or By are way, you connecting I, from if there? If I get that questionnaire and I have been to China and, and I've been lie. spending a lot of time on the farm and, you know, I feel like uh, I've got post-nasal drip, I'll be like, nope, I don't even know where China is on a map. I, and, and, but, I'm but, American. but they, they can track that. <laughs> no, they can, can they but, I, 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 but look, you could be almost at really any point on the planet within like 24 hours. So I think it gets to be very difficult to start to stop basically that. I mean, yes, you can say you're going to be 
in a like they did in China, they put this guy in this box and they're rolling around in the airport. Like I guess you could quarantine certain people and you could have but, that. But, but they're but only asking for people. symptoms, and the problem is right. is that it spreads without symptoms. And it's it incubates. It takes a long time to actually start yeah. to show any kind of. Uh, On the other hand, I'm wondering like, is this being blown out of proportion? I mean, I, I think it might be uh, blown. E- under proportion, okay. you know, I don't think that's the right turn of phrase. But you know, you're, you're seeing there's a should. We, how much should we trust the uh, Chinese government when it comes to this? And you know, we're we're getting all when sorts, it comes to this. When, when it comes reporting, to like any. Well, no, no, yeah. we're just we're just talking about this. Uh-huh. We don't we don't have to talk about the way they they treat uh, students publicly demonstrating in the square. You know, we're just talking about this right now. And. Are they a reliable source? I mean, we hear a lot about fake news in this country, but I, I don't know that China invented it, but uh, they certainly have perfected it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're getting reports and you look at social media, but you're you're here. You know, there's a video from a nurse that uh, they tried to discredit, but it's like, yeah, it's kind of like 90,000 people have this and they are building hospitals. 90,000 people. Well, that's, what, that's what this nurse said. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 it's not that many. But they're building hospitals specifically for these people. And this this city right. that it, it originated in, uh, Wuhan. Wu, Wu, yeah, yeah, Wuhan clan. Uh, <laughs> oh. it, thank you. You stole that from my boss. But uh, that, that city had a center where they studied infectious diseases. And they expect us to believe, like, yeah, 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 I know it's that town has that. But this is because people were eating bat soup. And that was one of the theories. The other one is you caught right. it from snakes. You know, there's a lot of these theories that are just like, I, I I don't think I believe that. I think if it starts in the city where they, they you know, it's sometimes people maybe you don't, don't wash their... don't believe it's the bat soup? No, no, I, think it, I, I don't think it's the bat soup, which, by the way... Looks delicious. Really? You know, no. No. <laughs> I've tried a lot of crazy food and, and yeah, but you see travels, that picture but, of the bat soup. But, yeah. I don't know if I'd even go with that, but um, I, I just think it's difficult at this point to be able to stop uh, international commerce to a point to, yeah. to that point where you're not letting anyone come in for a couple from of months. China. But does I, do, I but does commerce stop? I mean, we still have the internet. I mean, or unless well, the internet I mean, is now transmitting I mean, we, it. We have the internet. They don't really have what, the internet. But, they but have just, like internet light. I'm saying commerce and the fact that you have people going back and forth that are also bringing, you know, the, it's it's part of the economy of people going back and forth and traveling and everything else and spending money that's here. That's actually very and, curious. And, and, so but that's hard to couple, do. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, the uh, I know for sure that the... Commerce involving China, it, it, it is way down. In fact, this sounds really kind of funny, but one of my mom's commercial buildings is in an area of L.A. that uh, is ha- predominantly her tenants were um, Chinese. Mm-hmm. And okay. in the last year, mm-hmm. many of them have left. And this building of hers always had 100% occupancy. Sure. And now there's a lot of vacancy. So even on that small scale... We're seeing oh, yeah. the difference it makes. I'm just wondering if you know three months until we get that vaccine, or well, the, well that, that was three months of the test. But that yeah, I was gonna say that that yeah. was different That's, reasons. Yeah. That was the government at, uh, in China having uh, Chinese investors pull back from spending here because remember also in California we had so many Chinese investors coming in and scooping up real estate here for a very long time, and then they wanted to sort of like the U.S., repatriate the money back to China, and they didn't want people going out, and so that's already been kind of an ongoing thing. So. Yes, this just adds to it, you know, of just the pulling back. But I don't think you can say we are banning outright so, people from China, one of the most populated country in the world, for 
it's just too difficult to be able to stop all the travel everywhere and for it to spread, unfortunately. So the next step is trying to control it and have people test it if they're not feeling well and find... But see, you know, that's the problem. They're not feeling well. There has to be a I test know. before people mm-hmm. don't feel well. Yeah. And then I was reading masks are only like 80% effective, mm-hmm. which, oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, are it's, you it's ba- I'm just going to wear masks wearing. now. I mean, I mean, you, I know people if, do over there very, and they are pretty good with that. If, but. if we were doing this show in, in Beijing, right, when I went outside, yeah, I'd probably wear. I'd, by the way, I'd wear a mask. With I don't know if, you, if either of you ever been to Beijing. I have. Yeah. And just yeah. like the air is so thick right. that I would probably wear a mask. You know, to be fair, I didn't at the time I went. Yeah. But you should Neither wear it even if there's not any threat of uh, right. you know, a, a communicable and, disease right. or anything like that. Uh, in the chat, uh, Mo Giants uh, points out. Flying isn't the only way out of China. It's true. You gotta, it's true. You got to stop it's just slow the boats. Uh, and then also, how much can you trust the U.S. government or any government for that matter? Absolutely. That's true, too. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true. But we're just focused sort of on this one thing that I very much don't believe their account. And I don't think that they're being forthcoming with what they know about this. So you think it's 90,000? I hadn't heard no, that. No, 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 no. I just heard that's one video. I, I, I think that, you know, this is just a, this is a nurse who is in theoretically treated people, that sounds particularly high. Like, how would somebody know? 90,000. Well, I, I thought 80,000 80, was a number that was turned around. That's fine. No, but I mean, that's so I can't. Dead. You, know, you talk this to is, other nurses, maybe, yeah. you know, you just you, you start to hear. And, hmm. yeah, I mean, look, they're building a hospital. They're building two hospitals specifically to treat this. And, you know, you see videos of people riding around. You see people falling down in the streets. And you're just like... Yeah, I mean, I made a joke about it at the top of the show, but you know, there's look, there have been a lot of movies in the last 10, 15 years about plagues that spread. I mean, it's the the the. Reboots I was about pl- to watch a Netflix show, Pandemic, and then I was no, like, well, I, it'll I, freak you, me out, so never mind. Right. <laughs> like the the current uh, Planet of the Apes films, they start with a with a with a plague like this, and you know, a lot of these zombie apocalypse. It's all this sort of the same things about how very easy it is for these things to spread. And like at first, everybody's like, oh yeah, that's happening over there. But it's like, well, we've got like five in this country and three in Canada that we and know one, of. One that in we LA, know of. right? Yeah, it was, I, I believe that they found that one at LAX. You know, so mm. I, I think that possibly that person is in quarantine. Anyway, we have to keep an eye on all of this mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, it's uh, when you think about it. Uh, it's horrifying because you're like, yeah, you can't actually do anything. To, we can't do anything mm-hmm. to stop it. If it, it, you know, if it ended up boosts our own immune system. If it ended up in North Hollywood, yeah, but I mean, it's not like it. it you know, it's not like you're getting a, a like you take a flu shot, we can still get pneumonia. You know, it's like you're not protected from everything. You so still get the they, flu. They, they just do, yeah, right? Bad, but yeah, yeah. So you don't know how to protect yourself from this. Yes, of garlic, course. ginger. Go- Oregano oil. Okay, so I'm trying to. Think I know of- we were talking about bats before, but do you think that this is a vampire flu? Is that <laughs> well, why I'm you just saying <laughs> foods like garlic are antibacterial mm-hmm. and antiviral. So there is, there are people who believe that if you load up on that, okay, assuming it's prepared correctly, that you uh, make your body, your own immune system stronger. And you always wash your hands. You get plenty of rest. You yeah. exercise. I mean, you do common sense things to at least help. The things that we yourself. should all be doing right. already. We'll just help, you know, mm-hmm. you get through it. Too. And just make sure that your bat soup is properly right. baked it's before right. you have it. Yeah, just, just you make sure it's prepared. prepared from a licensed yes. vendor. Don't buy, <laughs> don't buy your street bat soup. Right. You know, you get it from a restaurant that has an A rating. <laughs> that's the that's the advice that I can give yeah. to our uh, our viewers in China. In any case, uh, there's a. I, I didn't realize we would spend so much time on that, but <laughs> it's. Uh, 
If you could find something that's scarier than what's going on uh, here in the United States, uh, it would be that. <laughs> but there's a lot of news out of the the impeachment, and uh, I know everybody's been riveted by all the impeachment hearings and, uh, you know, uh, depositions. Well, and... outside maybe of L.A., I feel like L.A. has not been. Oh, yeah, I'm joking. I, yeah, I, honestly, I don't think anybody... Thing, I think yeah. people that follow politics very closely are paying yeah. attention to it. I think your average American, and I'm not even talking about just like in flyover country, you know, like, you know, people who flyover don't... Flyover country? We are not supposed to say that anymore, Christian. Uh, so, so, you, so you stop in, in <laughs> Iowa and Wyoming, you don't fly over it? Like, yeah, I, I've flown over a lot of the country. I've also driven through a lot of it. But, you know, he's undoing all the work part that of the we're country. doing to try and be inclusive of the whole country <laughs> and not let anyone feel over. Yeah, well, seen, you know, no, look, underseen. Under, yeah, no, underseen. <laughs> no, I know it's going to say underseen too. I'm like, wait, that's but not right. I, but I, I, I thought um, that, you know, since Sunday, like the entire city mm-hmm. has been in a bit of a depression mm-hmm. and Especially, so the right. news about impeachment is just a little like yeah i don't think people were that focused on impeachment here no. obviously yes the the news here in los angeles would be about kobe bryant mm-hmm. and his daughter and everyone that was uh, on the helicopter that uh, unfortunately crashed but it's uh i i think you go back before that right. and i don't think that impeachment was really that big of a deal if you watch Cable news, even not even if you watch it all the time, you would you would even if you casually turned it on for I don't know twenty thirty minutes a day, you'll find out about it. Mm-hmm. I'm basing mine on my own social media. Sure. Even all the people that I see that usually are commenting on impeachment or politics or anything, they're either silent or it was all you know. No, Kobe but related. I find any politics uh, talk to be about candidates and things. You know, it's not really about the impeachment. You know, right. I think, and I think a lot of it's already baked into like people already knew it's like okay, the House is going to impeach him, and yeah. people already have the assumption that the Senate's going to acquit him. So it's just that little bit in the middle now. Nobody's really caring about what's happening in the middle, and it, and it happens like even if you're thinking about a TV show, a lot of people watch the beginning, skip the middle, and get to the end. If it's you know a very formulaic show, it's kind of the same thing here. It's like everyone kind of knows the outcome. Well, I watch. So the now beginning. they want to. So, yeah, they want to see I'm the beginning, and now they want to just wait until the end and see how they're going to vote kind of thing, And uh, because they feel like it's already baked in. So I think that's part of the reason why nobody is putting much effort into it, because they feel like it's a far-gone conclusion, which is sad, because it's very important that people should be. And I, even myself, I couldn't listen to some of it, because it just felt so which ridiculous Which part? The me. house managers or the, the president's lawyers? The lawyers part, because it was so ridiculous. So I, I, I should have tried to listen to it more, but it just... Look, ridiculous. I don't. I don't want to uh, cast aspersions, and I don't want to judge too quickly. But if you were on trial for, you know, high crimes and misdemeanors, would you want maybe not directly on your legal team, but an advisor to be, I don't know, somebody who's represented O.J. Simpson, Klaus von <laughs> Bülow? Uh, you know, I don't know if Alan Dershowitz is really a great legal mind, apparently. He but is all over yeah. Fox News. I, I know. Would you? Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's like you got you got Alan Dershowitz, who it's like, you know, made a living representing guilty people, I, I think well, is safe to say. Well, that's not the part about him that I have the problem with. I actually 
You know, we need in our system, we need lawyers willing to defend guilty people mm-hmm. sure, with no, everything that they've got, minus unethical ways of doing people, it. And then, and, there's then there's, like, and then there's two guys who killed their wives. You know, and there's just different levels of guilty people. Okay. You know, I'm just saying that, you know, this is, it's maybe not the best guy. And then you have Rudy Giuliani out there, you know, which I feel like that's just, you know, that, that's just like trying to, that's like a greatest showman sort of thing. Just trying to distract you by mm-hmm. like, just Rudy, whatever, whatever you feel in your heart, go ahead and say on Fox and Friends. There's a great clip from, I think it was from last week, where they just keep trying to go to break, and Rudy will just keep, just keep, just won't stop talking. It's right. It, I, it's I wonder, fantastic. should, I, it almost feels like there should be some kind of law against private individuals doing government business mm-hmm. because that's why we have the State Department. Right, but 100%. Rudy like, Giuliani has no part in the State yeah, Department. it's just a shadow yeah, foreign, and, it's, it's policy type thing going on. Which, and, and yeah, it's horrible. That Besides horrible, it should not be a thing. Absolutely. It should be completely illegal. I, I hope somebody's keeping a list of everything mm-hmm. that should be illegal that, wow, can't believe this wasn't illegal, but right. wasn't a problem until now kind of list. Mm-hmm. Um, so that in the next administration after Trump, that we have to go back and fill in these holes. This is this is almost, you know, the beauty of Trump is that he's bringing forth all the subtle, not so subtle, and ways that we didn't even think mm-hmm. that our government could be corrupted and is able to, uh, and we have an opportunity to, you know, allow it to rise like acne from the skin, and then hopefully be popped and cleansed away. I hope that visual was helpful to you, but I really do hope that we really clean it up soon because if not, it's just going to get back into the skin and keep. Well, it's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like you're proposing draining the swamp. That's what it sounds like to me. You know, listen, the swamp before Trump now looks like the tinkle of a bird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean it's true. It's yeah. it's a little swampier. I, I think that's that's fair to say. It's just a different kind of swampy. Look, there haven't <laughs> been a lot of surprises uh, so far in the in, in the impeachment hearings. Uh, I would say that the yeah. the news today that Mitch McConnell is now actually conceding the fact that they don't have enough votes mm-hmm. to block witnesses and and document because you could tell when they started this thing he was like oh yeah we'll be fine mm-hmm. and then. I'm just, this is obviously theoretical, but Scott, what do you think happened? You know, I mean, you have the people that you would, that you already right. knew. You, you have Collins and Romney, and then who am I forgetting? Uh, the uh, Murkowski. Well, Murkowski, and then, but then you're starting to hear about McSally, and you're starting to hear well, about. Well, because she, yeah, is in a tight race, and Cory Gardner, yeah. and yeah. You, you have a lot of people that are in very tight races now. Susan Collins, and, you know, you, you I, I think the John Bolton thing kind of put it over the edge for a lot of people because. He's basically saying, and the other thing was too is I think McConnell's very angry the fact that this manuscript with Bolton has been with the president since December, and and the fact that they never even talked about it or anything again further proves that he's trying to bury anything uh, that he possibly can. And 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 I think polls too have started to speak to a lot of Republicans where they see that even a lot of Republicans and a majority of independents want there to be witnesses and documents because again if you don't have any of that and they keep coming back with a lame excuse oh it should have happened in the house well they wouldn't answer to any of the house subpoenas yeah. and there is no law or anything that says that and how can you that's such a weak argument so you're basically saying you're guilty because anyone that can see that is like great bring the witnesses bring all the documents if you're so innocent those witnesses will prove with 
without yeah. a doubt. I Otherwise, mean, you'll it, it'll always be looked at. It's essentially the point that I think we were making last week, which is like if you're so sure that yeah. there was nothing wrong, let this happen because it just shows that it's at least gives the impression that it's on the up and up. Right. That it's like, yeah, we look, we did all these things, and we still voted the way that maybe you can question, you know, mm-hmm. what our motivation was. But we let everybody have their say. And so I, I think that, yeah, obviously, I think there's four additional senators who, you know, uh, McSally's the one that comes to mind off the top of my head. But, yeah, they're all in tight races. Uh, so I, I guess that also means that this isn't likely to be – I don't know. I'm sure Mitch McConnell had the what today circled on his calendar for it to be over <laughs> so that they could vote. And so now he's like, yeah. oh, okay, we got to do a few more days of this now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we, we're going to have to do it after the Super Bowl, you know? I, and and, I, <laughs> and you the know. State of the Union and everything that happened well, the next, State year, of the Union, next week. State of the Union has a, has a firm date, right? But it's, right, that's uh, next week. It, that's next week. See, mm-hmm. I thought it was the week after. Yeah. Next week's a big week. Mm hmm. Yep. We got Iowa next week, too. And, uh, Scott, you're going to be gone next week. Oh, sad. You're going to – you sounded like the president. (laughs) Sad! Exclamation point. That was great. Trying to keep my emotions in check for the camera. Uh, Mo Giants, uh, just to circle back, isn't Mike Tyson the only guilty person Dershowitz rep? He wasn't found guilty. You're trying to tell me that O.J. Simpson wasn't guilty – Okay. They made a movie about Klaus von Bülow. It's fairly clear that he killed his wife. It just sort of depends on his motivation and what you consider murder and, uh, you know, assisted suicide, which I don't think she was even sad. You know, I think. Not even my version of sad. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, and it's. So, yes, I guess if this were a court of law, which it's not, I would have said alleged. But uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I I live in a world where O.J. Simpson's a murderer. Okay, I I just uh, that's I, I know that's a hot take, and I apologize for that. But uh, anyway, bringing controversy to the yeah, Trump yes. report. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so people are shocked to hear that. Anyway, so it really seems like John Bolton is uh, you know all. By the way. Has anybody ever had better book promotion than John Bolton's getting? Like, I mean, no, right. I, I want to read this book. I, mm. I, I didn't think I would have, but mm. now I'm like, oh, I'm fascinated. I want to hear about I this. I mean, there's so many books coming out within this administration. Mm-hmm. We could have an entire book club of just Trump administration yeah. Yeah. or former administration yeah. officials. Officials. And, um, our own book club. Yeah, they could. What do you say, guys? The yeah. LA Times had a whole article actually about that uh, we'll on start Sunday. With I was just about and to say, you think Omarosa's book isn't going to have a couple <laughs> stories in there that, that people don't want her to tell? Yeah. She'll add on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but still, you know, there'll, there'll still be the stuff in there. But I'm uh, sorry, what was the LA Times saying? No, they actually had a whole thing about political books and basically the avalanche of books that are going to be coming out even, you know, after the Trump administration is gone. Like, just imagine you'll be able to do a whole thing on that when when they're Dang, all out. I better get my book out quickly. My, <laughs> my book is not about politics, about personal finance. It's called Save Yourself. Spend in alignment with your values, not your ego. Uh, it, uh, it's got to get out it, there before everybody else writes their book and completely, you know, annihilates my chances of being seen by anybody. Is it available for pre-order now? I, you know, I should say that, yeah, but, but it's, it's not. not. Oh, so that it's would still, be a lie. It's, it's in its final round of editing should be done tomorrow. Oh, wow. That's great. I know you've been wow. working on that for a long time. So oh, my God. Awesome. Like the whole time that we've known mm-hmm. each other. Yes. Wow. All right. Well, and then it's got to go through Kevin's approval. Right. And then 
Right, exactly. Then the world can see it. So, uh, getting back to the to a book that won't be as good as Chelsea's book is John Bolton's book. <laughs> and they, when the president's lawyers uh, rested today, they tried to you know uh, cast aspersions on you know this book is inadmissible uh, because uh, there, it's not sourced. And I was like, well, isn't it written by a guy who <laughs> w- worked for the president? So usually, isn't, yeah. Isn't he the yeah. source? Yeah, usually a book would be considered <laughs> yeah. inadmissible mm-hmm. because it's hearsay, but that's why you would get the author. Yeah. Right. Hence, why he would be the witness and record and, and under oath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's not just like we're gonna we're gonna do like Oprah's book club and read the book. We're gonna actually <laughs> I mean, get John I Bolton. We we're John Bolton's book club and like <laughs> so so tell us what you think about this. You know, you wrote this in the book, and then it makes it harder for him to walk back. Well, you wrote this in the book. Yeah, but it didn't happen. Uh, I, I just wrote it for the book, and then it's like, wait, I'm not going to sell as many books. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to uh, own up to this. And uh, you know, I don't think anybody has seen John Bolton or his mustache in a little while. I think he's laying low. <laughs> you miss it. I miss the mustache for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, where where's there a better mustache in Washington? This is the important question. <laughs> that is make true. sure make sure you tell us in, yeah. in the chat whether you're watching live or the uh, archive version. Uh, so the uh, the the White House lawyers do not believe the book, but uh, former White House Chief of Staff John. Kelly says he believes Bolton's account of the Ukraine allegation, uh, which tells me one thing. John Kelly will also have a book coming out sometime in the very near future. But I think he legitimately also... Yeah, right. It's the sequel. It's a trilogy. Uh, so, the cliff uh, notes? What, what do you think that says to, say, these senators that are going to be in competitive races for re-election, specifically yeah, Chelsea. Hopefully soon Mitch McConnell is even like feeling a little mm-hmm. bit of heat under the, uh, the the collar, and he's like, well, shoot, I might, you know, lose to this female fighter pilot unless I start to look even slightly legit. But I don't know. I really wish that I knew. I don't understand Kentucky voters um, at all, because I don't understand... What is appealing about Mitch McConnell? Well, Except, also, you know, also they've never made Rand Paul's hair an issue, so you feel like they clearly, you know, they vote from a different place. Than yeah, but the look, rest of the they country. they again just voted for Andy Bashir for governor sure. and, and and booted out an incumbent Republican. Um, and and we've talked about this before. That they, they are you saying vote. they're awakening? No, I mean because they 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 always are. I think that you just have. Culturally, and especially with Mitch McConnell, who has been there for years, he is so entrenched. Like Thirty-four, in, almost as long as I've been alive. Right in, in those almost, politics almost. there, that somebody gets entrenched, it's hard to. I mean, I mean unless there's the thing that. about you know, with with the guy uh, at the top of the Senate being from our state, he mm-hmm. when there is some you know little corruption where you get to just squeeze in some pork spending mm-hmm. that benefits any state, it's going to be our state. So we don't like what he. Right. He does, but he keeps us quiet because he and, gets funding that he otherwise wouldn't be he, able exactly, to if he wasn't well, the and he's, leader. And, well, that and, and he has been entrenched in Republican Kentucky politics for years, and Kentucky, regardless, is still a very Republican state. So, you know, even goes back to Alabama with Roy Moore barely losing in the Senate race by 20,000 votes, even with how heinous he was and the crimes he was accused of. So, you know, party politics... You mean hanging certain, out at the mall too often? Come party on. politics was... in certain places is the same thing here in California. You know, when you've got a D next to your name, it's very hard to have a Republican come in and be able to defeat that. It's just it's just the nature of it. But we can see it can happen. 
and we saw it again this fall in in Kentucky, and you saw it again with John Bell Edwards winning re-election as governor. Well, of I like how your faith is restored in in Kentucky. I'm not thinking that. I'm not thinking <laughs> that Mitch McConnell's going to lose necessarily. I think the Senate could definitely go to the Democrats. I think he's just very firmly entrenched in Kentucky politics, and people know who he is, like him or not. He's a a force that people know, and you know are not going to necessarily... Yikes. Come on, yeah. Kentucky. No, but I, I was very proud of the fact that they uh, booted uh, Bevin in, in the fall, and it shows that it is possible. So so uh, before we move on, uh, what do you think this does? Do you think that there's... there's a, what percent chance would you give that this changes the way? And, and look, I, I think that getting... What is it? Two-thirds would have to vote 67 for... 67 67 votes, votes mm-hmm. would have to... But to, you know, would you maybe based on getting some of some witnesses could you get a few people a few republicans to vote with democrats and, and do you think that that's likely we're we, we won't we won't worry about the at removal. first i thought you were going to say what are the chances that we're going to see witnesses and then i was about to say it was like maybe now we're at like a 50 50 mm-hmm. shot of seeing yeah. Witnesses. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. i think that's about as far as mm-hmm. my hypothetical Imagination. Well, and because if it happens, it will basically be like a 50 50 type thing. It'll be like 51, maybe. So it it is basically 50 50 a week. Yeah, actually. And by the way, I've seen headlines and and opinions that uh, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts could uh, call witnesses. I agree with the idea that I don't think that's why he's there. Yes, he could. He could. But it's like if the Senate is like, we don't want to do that, then I don't think he's there to be like, yeah, but we're going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. He should. Well, he should, but he wouldn't because, again, I'm here to uphold the Constitution. It's. I don't think he would either. I understand the Constitution should be a, a living document. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he, that's that's the way that, that he sees it. But uh, so uh, so you feel like it's... He's, we even, you think he sees it dead? Possibly. Like Scalia's. He saw it dead. It's pretty yeah. old. Yeah, I mean, it's he did. Been around he saw for, that you know, and he thought that... How many, that how many other things from 1776 are still alive? You tell mm-hmm. me. In trees. any case... There's see, you got an answer. You yeah. got an answer. There's definitely yeah. trees around. Trees. Yeah. So <laughs> they're still living. Pretty, you know, probably how many trees though? That's a long time. That's what two hundred and forty-five yeah. years or forty-four years. So yeah, there's a few. All right. So you so you feel like we about fifty-fifty shot. We get the witnesses. Let's say we do get the witnesses. Do you think that some Republicans, Mitt Romney, will vote with Democrats? Mm, probably. Not, but I think that the longer this goes on, and I I don't really love this part of the game, but it it makes it harder for the senators in uh, toss up states. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, yeah. So to me, like a win would be if we got a majority of senators to vote to have him removed. To me, that would be a win if we got a couple Republicans and it was like fifty one forty, even though it was close. To me, it looks like you you got a couple of Republicans over and you got a majority of the senators, right. even though you didn't remove him. That sends a very strong statement to have a majority of senators say, no, he should be removed. So, and so to me, that would be a win mm-hmm. going into the election of saying, I, I, you know. I'm thinking you'd get four or five Republicans at most. So it's not going to yeah. even come close. But no. it'll at least be a statement of like, right. oh, here's a few people who were like, uh, yeah, I actually was convinced. I know mm-hmm. I was supposed to toe the party line, but uh, they didn't like the way this sounded. So Exactly. That's why I said that would yeah. be a win for for the American right. public and for the Constitution and all that to have a majority of senators say, yes, he should be removed. 
So uh, before we run out of time, I did allude to it at the uh, the top of the show, uh, you know, and polls are uh, not as reliable as they used to be. Might be a nice way to put that. Uh, but we do see, I mean, I think the, that sort of primary polls, there's something to be said for them. And it looks like uh, Bernie is doing particularly well in both <laughs> Iowa and New Hampshire. And uh, what do you think, Scott, might uh, might be the reason for I'm that? I'm so glad that you're asking, Scott, because <laughs> I've been like, what? The? Not that I'm upset about it at all, but how did this happen? No, I, I you know, look. That's I, why I started with him. Thank you. Because I want to make sure he gets the answer. <laughs> I, really well, no, I think it's going to be, a, 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 what it shows is, and, and this is something that's been ongoing for a while, and even I'm wrestling with it, and I think that's what a lot of voters are, because it's just like, who is going to be that right candidate? And and it's sort of soul-searching for the party right now. Is it, we're going to go very progressive, and we're going to put that progressive stuff up, you know, on a race? Or is it someone that's going to be more moderate, and might be able to peel off some conservative-leaning independents and Republicans that are fed up with uh, Trump? I don't think those are mutually exclusive. No, but to some degree, I mean, Sanders, you know, but to some degree, that's what the soul searching is for the majority of the party and people are thinking. But the thing that's going to be fascinating, though, is that these top people in Iowa, New Hampshire have been kind of trading places. So it's going to be fascinating to see who actually does end up winning next week. And then I still think South Carolina, regardless, is going to go to Biden at this point because he's leading so much there. So it's going to be it's going to be kind of fascinating the next month or so to see where it ends up, because then, of course, March 3rd is when we have the big Super Tuesday, including California. And that's really going to... I think by then we're going to have a pretty solid idea of who yeah. has the momentum. So, again, it, it's sad to say, but Iowa and New Hampshire don't necessarily have the clout like they used to. Right. For Democrats, statistically, the one that wins tends to go on and win the nomination. For Republicans, it's less. But I think there's a lot of changes going on now. And How do you think I, he did it? Biden? No, Bernie. Bernie? To get uh, well, up, so... I mean, for me, I think He's, that, look, there's not a lot of passion or excitement for Joe Biden. Right. There was a lot of, like, well, I feel like he can win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the way that people felt who supported him. Mm-hmm. But Bernie has always obviously had, you know, he's inspired people and he has a little bit more of a movement. I mean, it's it's not the Obama level. And I know you don't like the comparison, but it's not the way that uh, Trump supporters were motivated. You know, I mean, it's it, it is sort of that that idea, though. It's just like, yes, what this guy says, this I really connect with this. I want to go out and do things for him. Whereas Joe Biden, you're like, oh, yeah, I like some of what he has to say and uh, he'll probably win. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like that that has just built uh, and, and Bernie's been able to add on to it uh, in these uh, the polling, at least for these these early for uh, me, contests. The surprising thing was that Elizabeth Warren before seemed like she had momentum yeah. on her side. Yeah. And then that it flipped with Bernie is is the part that's interesting to me and which, you know, maybe I haven't been paying close enough attention, but I can't really see why why that is. Not that I'm, you know, I, I, and I had really thought this whole time that it was Bernie that allowed Elizabeth to be the front runner because with him being a little more to the left of her, sure. she could seem more moderate and she could see yeah. more quote air quotes for sure reasonable and not so quote air quotes again radical but that that people are taking a serious look at bernie makes me you know very excited and that we can have president bernie and senate majority leader elizabeth warren i would be quite thrilled with things well and and not to um 
Yeah, and that's so true. I think there's some. Uh, yeah, Ryan in the booth is showing us. Uh, this is actually from last week, but uh, a Newsweek uh, headline: Bernie Sanders leads Donald Trump by widest margin of all 2020 candidates. Uh, that that I mean, look, it, it's, and that makes you have sense. to notice things like that. that Absolutely. a little makes sense to me because I've heard so many Trump supporters say I would have voted for Bernie. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and look, I mean, when you try to think about just in terms of uh, as a TV show, what's what's an entertaining uh, debate? You know, who do you who do you want to see talking to each other? Eh, probably Bernie and Trump. I'm just saying that some people maybe don't look at it that way, but they're like, oh yeah, I'd like to see the two of them. You know, uh, go at it uh, as it were. And I think that by the way, you referenced Super Tuesday in the beginning of March. If things stay kind of on this track uh, after Super Tuesday, that'll be when I start to think maybe that Hillary's not getting in the race, but I still won't be 100%, <laughs> I won't be 100% convinced. What? Super Tuesday is probably where I'm like, okay, maybe, she, maybe yes. she's not, but maybe she's yeah, not. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, still swooping yeah. in. But, but I think also, you, Biden has, I, I, I keep saying Biden, Bernie has a lot of a lot of passionate supporters like we were talking about, and in 2016, he came very close to beating Hillary in Iowa. He won in New Hampshire. So he's sort of that known entity beyond Joe Biden. So if people are starting to feel like, ooh, we don't know if Joe Biden has it, and maybe he's past his prime now, and he's just not there, and other people that have been very passionate about, um, even Elizabeth Warren, but see that Bernie Sanders has some momentum, might be more comfortable now going back towards him. And because he's a known entity in those places, I think it's it's helping him as people are starting to make their final decisions, because people have just been going back and forth right now and not quite sure, and that's why you've seen everyone kind of jump around from first, second, third, and back again because Buttigieg was leading at one point, and then you had Biden in one poll that was leading again in Iowa, then you had Elizabeth Warren right there. So the big challenge is going to be they have to keep it about 15% to be able to get any delegates at all. So that's that's really the number you want to look at. So where is that third and fourth place people, you know, is that Amy Klobuchar, is she going to be able to, is Elizabeth Warren even going to hit that threshold if you have Biden and, and Sanders and then maybe Buttigieg? So that's the number you really want to Wait, look at in Buttigieg Iowa. Buttigieg right now is above Warren? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Yes. I, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah. and so there was some that she was below that 15% threshold, which means she wouldn't get any delegates. So that's really okay. a number you want to watch Senate next Senate Majority week. Leader Warren. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's the number. Yeah. good ring for me. <laughs> but that's the number you want to watch for, and same with Amy Klobuchar, because the fact that she's a next-door neighbor from Minnesota, and if she can't seem to get some momentum from Iowa it's gonna, and stays below that 15, it's going to be very hard for her mm-hmm. to really pick up from there. So those that's the number you want to watch next week and see where everyone kind of settles in, because the first three places is really not going to matter once you get to New Hampshire and South right. Carolina, because they're going to kind of swap places. So it's really that 15% threshold. Well, the shocking thing is that, believe it or not, on our next episode next Tuesday, we'll be able to talk about the Iowa caucus. Now, know, we can consider uh, possibly doing the show a little later that night so we can also talk about the State of the Union. But we'll figure mm-hmm. that out, and we'll let you know uh, when you can watch. But we will be on uh, next Tuesday, February 4th. But... Until then, Scott Moore, where do people find you? At SMAN80. And Chelsea Galicia. At Chelsea Galicia. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And you can find Tamara Brown, I think, wandering around the Forbidden City <laughs> with a slight cough. We hope she's feeling better soon. But that is all the time we have now, and we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. 
buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.